Talking rugby, telling stories, rugby pick. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Welcome on our good friend, Cole Zarconi. Cole, thanks for calling in to Rugby Pick'em. You had a hell of a year, and even better summer with the Denver Barbarians, but a hell of a year at Central. <laughs> Senior year, unfortunately cut short. What was your favorite memory of that year? Oh, man. Luckily, yeah, like you said, it was just such a such a good year. Um, probably the, the best moment has to be beating BYU. I think we won 51-17 or something around those lines. Uh, and it's just so sweet because my whole four years we played them. I think I played them six times, and we were 0-5 or 0-6. And to, to have them come up here, um, play them in Ellensburg, the Windy City, uh, and to, to just whip them up like that was just amazing. Uh, so that's got to be up there. But just the whole season was great just to, to go undefeated and to, to get the guys to come together like we did. And to, you know, we finally had, this was our fourth year with the new coach and like all of the guys that we had together were guys that he brought in that had really bought into the culture that we've created here. And, and, uh, I'm just, yeah, excited for what's next for them. And, uh, it was a bummer to get cut short, but you know, we made history for, for the program and it was good to leave in those terms, even though it, and I always have to live with the fact that, you know, we didn't get to live it out, but a lot of people didn't, and we just got to move forward. So so because it never happened, naturally, everybody's circling their calendars for St. Mary's Central next year, 2021. I mean, come on. You had, totally. them, in, you had them in your scope site. And they were nervous, yeah. but the season got called off, so we'll have oh, to yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were just a week. We had just got back from Army, and uh, we were already going to start getting ready for that St. Mary's game. And, uh, oh, yeah, it'll be the biggest one probably on the calendar for us. Um, we'll obviously, since we're independent and we make our schedule, our, our schedule tends to be a little bit more challenging, in my opinion, than most conferences. Uh, so we'll have BYU again. and. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to get Army out here again or if we'll end up doing a big East Coast trip. I haven't talked to Todd, but, uh, yeah, St. Mary's will definitely be – I think they're actually going to probably be coming up here unless we go down there again for, like, the third time. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be the biggest one of the season, I'm sure. So we're, we got your schedule up, and it's insane. You have massive numbers. Uh, the only close game was a squeaker out in Tucson. Johnny, do you see – teams that usually put 60 or 70 on teams on a regular basis cole this is absurd who was the best finisher <laughs> you're saying or just uh, on our team like finisher wise or just like who is the best team that we face uh no on your team you guys have insane scoring stats i mean somebody had to rake in serious tries this year how many did you have oh man not to uh, brag i i had i have only played in four and i had five tries okay more than one a game. Phenomenal. Yeah. John, if I have oh, yeah, that average. Good, yeah, pretty it's, good average. <laughs> it's not bad. In the, the three, I only played in three, we only had three D1A games, and I had uh, a double, a double, and then a single against Arizona. And uh, Jack, Jack Wendling had 
the same, if not more. Um, I think he scored probably six or seven, actually. I think he led the team in tries. So, um, yeah, uh, our dynamic duo there with him at center and me at the wing just was pretty unstoppable. And overall, just our back line and, uh, as a whole was just so athletic. And a lot of teams, our size was pretty good, and a lot of people just couldn't hang. Um, and finally, we had a forward pack that could dominate. So it just helped our helped us have so much room, uh, and we were just flying past teams. So, hell yeah, oh yeah, Jack Jack. So uh, obviously, uh, you know, hey, this is Tommy coming at you, by the way. Um, but you know, obviously, you're getting drafted most likely, and uh, so what's the team going to look like next year with Jack and and all those guys? He's going to be a senior. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to be great. Uh, we did. They did lose. Uh, four of us seniors that have been there for four years and kind of been a part of the ups and downs. Uh, but I really truly think that they just got such a good group that honestly, a lot of them have played early minutes from freshman year, sophomore year. And, you know, Jack was from his sophomore year moving on. And so now these guys are coming into their junior senior year with so much play against big teams, you know, the lower level teams in our area. And so I think, yeah, a guy like Jack, um, We've got Lewis, our fly half, that's just going to just absolutely destroy uh, our back line. And then, from Kent, uh, England. you know, freshman Aiden Ladder, who's going to be a sophomore next year, is just going to be the, you know, the bulk of our four pack with just a lot of so much talent in our Lucy's, too, that are just so physical but yet strong. They're a little like undersized, but man, they can hit. Um, so I think just as a whole, the culture and, and just how hard these guys are willing to work that it'll just carry them through into the next year and i think there's like you could say this about any team but you know having our season get cut you know at eight no i think it's just going to drive them even more to to show that like we actually were good and that we're going to be good again and it wasn't just a fluke yeah i bet you'll get get home for an alumni game or two if the schedule permits oh but, yeah uh, for sure so you register for the draft Yep. Yeah. No. I right. Is that similar to just registering day, online to day, vote or what? <laughs> What's that? I said, is that similar to registering online to vote, or is it uh, easier or harder? I think it's harder uh, in a way, but yeah, like I said, I think I literally did it the day it came out. Um, obviously, I was pretty juiced about it, but um, the the draft was it was relatively easy to sign up. I mean, it was really basic, like height weight you know you had to have a, a rugby highlight and you put like a rugby resume together um i think they even asked about health insurance and some other little things but overall it was sounds like google like Forms. for a job yeah. so it wasn't too bad all right <laughs> what time of year was this uh was the what was the sign up i think i did it man probably two and a half months ago so there was like at least two months ago so there was like a whole pandemic going on and stuff do you like was there gonna be like a uh like a combine and stuff like do you know anything about that no not that i know of um but yeah i definitely know i signed up before this pandemic stuff started but that was i did it pretty early and obviously it just the i think the you know the draft uh like sign up ended just about three weeks ago so there was a decent amount of period there um but no i don't think there was going to be a combine i think that the teams thought that they would see enough from what we submitted uh i know that 
I think some teams are having a little bit extra asking for a little extra, you know, whether it's just you filming yourself or, um, or just asking for more like game footage instead of just highlights. And I think, uh, yeah, most coaches could figure out enough from what they saw with that. Obviously seeing doing a combine would be great. And I think that's hopefully what the, you know, what the draft can go towards eventually. But I think right now they've got too much on their plate to have something like that. All right. Top three teams. Where do you want to land in order? Just pie in the sky, favorite cities, favorite uh, coaches, uh, what the teams are like. Okay. okay. Just chuck them out there. Throwing them out there, man. I, I've loved uh, loved my contacts that I've had uh, with Boston, the Free Jacks. I just from talking to my coach, talking to the um, some of the coaches there. I just know that what they got going on over there is awesome, and just to to have the chance to go experience the East Coast and you know to really just have a new adventure in life would be awesome to go over there. Uh, I think they're probably up there with my number one spot. Uh, I'd say two is is probably it's just hard to say with this like those texas teams i think dallas or austin would be a great landing spot for me i'd love to go to texas you gotta um, get a 40 gallon hat or is it a 50 gallon hat john 10 oh wow <laughs> 10. that would be a mutant head <laughs> 40, 50. yeah exactly um just i don't know i think it'd be a decent spot for me and then I think my third pick would just be something close to home. Uh, I think landing somewhere in California or obviously Seattle. You know, Seattle is just so exciting because it's close to home, close to, you know, I can not really much of my life changes when if I stay here, but I also am kind of ready to leave and to have an adventure. So leaving to, to go somewhere, wouldn't I wouldn't be against it for sure. Well, so after, those are probably the, the top four there. But After a quarantine, I'm imagining you're like, okay, I like home, but uh... – let me spread my wings when this thing calms down. Exactly, yeah. Well, you know, you came and played with us uh, for the Barbos last summer. We had such a good time. Um, I got to say, like, considering you started the sport your freshman year, like, you came along really fast and made an impact on a men's club team. Um, what was it like jumping from college to a men's club environment and also potentially sharing a room with jack jack in tweak's house <laughs> oh man uh i mean i thought the the jump from yeah college the, the men's club was uh it shocked me for sure and especially with the barbos like you guys got such a, a good thing going there man you just so many good guys and usa eagles have come through there and, and just to, it was so fun to have pinky come through and cave on and and uh it's more just that you're you're with you're playing with men that are just in the peak of their life or maybe even on the outskirts but just that they understand the game so well and how to use their body and you know in college you're just still there's a lot of points where this year I was going against kids that were just in college 18 years old and my body was just at such a better place than theirs was uh, so I think that was the biggest jump uh, to, to you know men's club was just the the speed and the understanding that everyone had as a whole uh, was definitely significantly higher um Oh man, living with Jack, uh, with Tweak. I, I, I had a great summer. I loved doing it. Uh, you know, the only thing with Jack, I would love him to death. But I mean, there's not really anyone you you can just throw your hand up and be like, hey, let's spend, you know, 
I think it was about 10 weeks together. Every day of every second, we did everything together. We went to rugby, we went to work, we slept in the same room on pads uh, in Tweak's house, which Tweak is amazing for letting us stay. And so it just kind of led to an interesting summer, but yet uh, I don't regret it at all. And it was really, really fun. And I totally recommend anyone to do it. So So you and Jack are still on speaking terms after that? (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're on speaking terms. Uh, Yeah, he would always joke like, oh, let's hang out, and I'd be like, well, uh, you know, I spent so much time with you that I feel like I still just need a little bit of a break, but, um, yeah, once we were back at school, you know, he's, you know, we're a little bit of an age gap, so that, they, you know, he had his group, I still, you know, had mine, but, yeah, we saw each other every day still, so it was great, and, yeah, definitely value our friendship, and I, I can't wait to watch him. He is, I think he's my top pick for, you know, this upcoming draft, and I know i personally think he can the sky's the limit for him I, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to be a usa eagle honestly eventually the dude is just special when he gets on the rugby field so it's always good to hear yeah so you and tweak keep in touch what's that <laughs> so you got you guys keep in touch with tweak uh, i've not <laughs> once talked to him since i left don't worry he's the same old tweak yeah i figured hey cole <laughs> how are you gonna balance building job skills as you try and train and be the best rugby player that you can be because obviously the shit comes to an end and not everybody's Dan Carter and can make millions. Not everybody's Dan Carter? Only Dan Carter's Dan Carter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. That checks out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great question and you know, it's it's so important too to think about stuff like that just because obviously rugby's gonna you never know how long it is or you know and I know that I'm not gonna be able to play it forever and that you know I gotta set myself up for a career uh that's a really great question because that's something I'm considering right now as we move into the draft here it's just like you know what is my contract gonna be am I gonna have to work what kind of what kind of work do I want to do that's going to help set me up for a career? And, you know, I've been chasing rugby for so long or just the professional, you know, life that, you know, I have kind of not really been totally sure what I want to do in life. And, you know, right now it's kind of like, oh, I kind of want to be a firefighter. I kind of want to do something physical. But yet I got a ma- I have a master's now in administration management, kind of the business world. So I think as I, you know, move into this rugby, I'm just going to try to, you know hopefully find a job or just continue to make connections or challenge myself you know whether it's reading books or whatever just because i gotta be ready for when you know my rugby career does end and i'm gonna go out and get a job and you know having like we've talked about before is just i gotta have a resume that's all like gonna help me too then rather than just saying that i was a professional rugby player i need you know they're gonna love that but you gotta have something else too to to show that you're gonna be a good worker all right favorite book or and or what you're reading right now oh man i'm actually <laughs> we're reading it for a class but i'm reading uh legacy by james kerr it's the book about the all blacks and it talks about the 15 lessons to like great leadership and you know james kerr's you know role and the whole point of the book was to find out what these like the most impressive sports team in the world have done to be successful and it just goes through different lessons character building selflessness like you know responsibility and what it looks like in that their team setting but it also applies it to the business world and uh, i think it's really applicable to just anything in life and that's what the whole point was was like 
people may see it and only think it's about rugby, but it's it's about you. It's like challenging you and your legacy, not and it, but it's just giving you it through the perspective of the best team in the world. Uh, so I'm reading that right now. I'm that's actually a, doing a book review on it. That's what I'm working on before you guys called. Awesome. So. That's wow. a great book recommendation. Every rugger yeah. should read this book, Who Wants to Be a Business? Um, James Kerr. Yeah, man. It's deep and it's a lot to think about. And maybe one day if the rookie contracts aren't dog shit, uh, we'll retire from Rugby Pick'em and we'll represent you and get you guys fair contracts for putting your bodies up to bat every single week. But... For now, <laughs> it, it's kind of you get what they say they can give you. And I bet maybe the top three guys in this draft will make significantly more money than the rest, but it's going to be pretty slotted, and I think that that should change. I think that the players shouldn't be boxed in, but you know, I've ranted on this before, and <laughs> I know that you just want to go out and play rugby. So I'm just fired up that you're getting ready to get drafted you know it's going to happen and we want to know what is your green room going to look like how are you going to spend the night who are you going to share the moment with oh yeah so headed headed down to uh canvas washington the hometown uh gonna be you know just invited all my friends family uh all my siblings uh gonna get us all together i'm not sure if some people will not come because obviously COVID, uh, but I think uh, we'll get a good group together. Uh, old, you know, I've got still some old coaches that have just been huge parts of my life through, through growing up and just have followed me as uh, my career has gone on. And so I'm hoping that they'll be there. And yeah, we're just gonna probably, I mean, the stream. I don't even know what streaming service is gonna be on yet, but we're gonna throw it on our big screen and just, you know, I, I'm hoping that it's nice weather and we'll just enjoy a barbecue and, you know, see see where I land. And regardless of what it is, we're just gonna celebrate and live in the moment and yeah, have fun together. So I'm looking forward to it. Drop some names. Who, who are the coaches that made it happen for you? You know, we love giving credit on this show. Um, you know, who brought you into the program? Who's the guy you referenced earlier? that built central up oh it's yeah todd thornley i mean without him i definitely would not be where i am today he he took a risk on me i mean he saw me as a, a football crossover guy that had only played a little bit of sevens my you know after my freshman year and you know he took a risk on me and and pretty much took me under his wing and, and said trust the trust the system and trust me and trust the all the guys that we have here and um yeah he pretty much i'm a product of his coaching so and i think it's turned out pretty well um and with that yeah again without him i would not be where i am and well cole we're gonna be popping bottles when it happens popping bottles when it happens <laughs> <laughs> you want to fire some aggressive questions our way uh, like literally it can be anything or what yeah absolutely Hmm, let's see. Um, but I want to hear you guys' banter on on the the debates going on about why LA and Austin have such ridiculous names for Did the it. teams. Done. <laughs> Did it. Done. Already took voicemails on. We think we, we covered it. We think it, it's but, absolutely ridiculous. By the way. Okay. But. <laughs> But, but but money makes the world go around. Right. I mean, the guy's got money. He can he can do what he wants. But we don't agree with it. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a laughing stock. Oh, gosh. And it is it is kind of one of those things, right? Like what what's his uh, last name? 
Gilchrist. Gilchrist. Yeah. Gilchrist. The Gill man. The Gill. The, he's got gills. <laughs> he's got, he's, like, he's from Waterworld. He's a fucking fish. Sea World. Okay, so, yeah, he's a, he's obviously a fish. He's naming his clothes after <laughs> I don't know, but Cole, what if, what if Gilchrist just fucking, all right, you, you play, let's say Dallas drafts you one, but they trade you to Austin. All right, whatever. Something crazy. I love that. Cole Zarconi, number one overall. The first ever drafted. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, like, you got to be happy to be playing for an owner that has a checkbook to potentially make you pretty well paid. Is there not a bit, you know, I guarantee you if he writes you a check for European level rugby, right, close to a million dollars a year, you would not care at all and you'd endorse Giltinis and Gilgronis. <laughs> right? But, Johnny, I don't, I see your face and I know you don't like him. I know it shouldn't come down to just flexing a checkbook. Right now, that's where we're at. But, like, it's just a huge turn, I feel like it's just a huge turn off to, like, certain, certain crowds. Like, like I was saying earlier, you might invite, like, a coworker, like, hey, come, come to our rugby game, bring your kids. Well, you're the, wherever you stand on these opinions, you might not want to bring your kids to a guiltini game, like game with like a martini glass. You might be completely against that. Who knows? It, or even if you're not, you group. might just think it's bad branding because right. it sounds ridiculous. Also but, that, <laughs> but you know, to each their own. Uh, at least like the debate goes on for you know, it's a tale as old as time. Like when people are putting money into the sport of rugby, it's hard to say that that's not a good thing, right? So we'll see where that goes. I think the drinks sound like they're terrible. It sounds like it's going to be blue or like something with curacao in it. Like <laughs> something just like offensive bowl. to the palate. Cole, would you pose in a picture with a guillotine if L.A. bought your rights and paid you millions? And a Spiegel. Millions? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone would do it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cole Zarconi, stay tuned for the draft. This or that? Um, Cole, one last question. We could do a speed round. Tommy, yeah. do you have some uh, speed round things? One more serious question before the speed round. How many of your teammates have a legit shot at getting drafted, and who should we be excited about? Next for yeah for next year, like for this year for 2020. Like we know no. you're you're gonna get drafted, but teammate. my good buddy Brian Nolt, um, one of the best rugby players I've ever played with. Um, even just even though I only get to see him when I'm actually playing with him or alongside him or at practice, I just know that he's next level. Uh, he belongs in the MLR, and I know that like he's just gonna absolutely tear it up. Uh, He's a freak in the weight room, and he's just a good athlete, too, when he's on the field. So, definitely look out for Brian Nall. Uh, that's the only two that we have, actually, of the four. The other two chose to, to start their careers. Um, both of them probably could have played in the MLR, or at least had a chance to, to go for it, but they're both uh, throwing in the towel. So, look for Brian Nall. And as far as uh, guys coming through the program, freshmen or sophomores, is there anybody who's like off the charts who might be the first ever to declare early? I got to do my research, but I, I want somebody to declare. <laughs> oh, man, I don't I mean, maybe next year. Uh, that would be insane, though. I mean, why would you leave college to early to, 
make zero money, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I just want so. it to be a ridiculous headline. <laughs> Jack yeah, Jack but... declares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leaves college early. Uh, I would hope that uh, my advice would be for no one to do that. I, would, yeah, I, would, I think everyone should, should finish school. That's the way you're going to have to fall back on. And, um, so, you know, the NFL guys, all those guys do it because they're going to be millionaires and it won't matter. Um, that's not the case for us. Uh, so I think we do have guys that could be close to that, but honestly, they still have all of them still need a few more years just like I did. And I still do my development of my game to be, you know, fully ready. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. All right, well, I saw Alex Cleary playing pretty high-level club rugby last summer. Uh, oh, yeah. Soon-to-be junior flanker uh, coming out of Ferndale, Washington grown. Cole, thank you so much for coming on with the boys. Cole, got a couple questions for you. Tacos or pizza? Pizza. All right, lineouts or malls or scrums? Triple. Scrums. Scrums. All right, movies or books? Movies. <laughs> Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. Sunsets or sunrises? Sunset. Blonde, brunette. Blonde. Forward hat, backwards hat. Forward. Tank top or short shorts? Tank top. Pineapple on pizza? Yes. Bats or raccoons? <laughs> Bats. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Let's do this. 60 more seconds, Tommy, go. All right. <laughs> All Blacks or Wallabies? All Blacks. Yep, he's reading the Kerr book. He's an All Black. Oh, yeah. Legacy. Legacy or... <laughs> Kayak or sup? Kayak. Northern Hemisphere or Southern Hemisphere? Northern. Mountains or beaches? Beaches. Sushi or tacos? Tacos. I hate sushi. Oy. You're a West Coast, you're a Washington guy. They got some good sushi. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Cole. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Cole Zarconi. Stay tuned for the draft. Follow him on Instagram at Coley Moly 2. Is that it? That was yep. a shot in the dark. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I got to get the fuck off Instagram. Uh, pick him. Pick him. Yep. Thank you, Check, check. Obviously, uh, you know, hey, this is Tommy coming at you, by the way. You're playing with men that are just in the peak of their life or maybe even on the outskirts, but just how they understand the game so well and how to use their body. And Todd Thornley, you know, he took a risk on me and, and pretty much took me under his wing and, and said, trust the, trust the system and trust me and trust the, all the guys we have here. And um, yeah, he pretty much, I'm a product of his coaching. So and I think it's turned out pretty well. My good buddy Brian Null, um, one of the best record players.
wrestlers I've ever played with. Um, even just even though I only get to see him when I'm actually playing with him or alongside him or at practice, I just know that he's next level. Uh, he belongs in that MLR, and I know that like he's just gonna absolutely tear it up. Uh, he's a freak in the weight room, and he's just a good athlete too when he's on the field. So definitely look out for Brian Null. But I, I want somebody to declare. Jack yeah, Jack but... declares. Lineouts for Malls or Scrubs? Triple. Scrubs? Alright. Every day of every second, we did everything together. We went to rugby, we went to work, we slept in the same room on pads. Hey, cool. But let me try and get back on the speaker. I think it's your reception, because I'll tell you what, we're right in the middle of the city. It's not <laughs> us, Cole. It's not us. You're out in Camas, Washington. Don't let, uh, yeah. Yeah. Brendan. Don't let me rain on the parade. Can you hear us? Is it the speaker? Cole? All right, that's a wrap, Cole. <laughs> Dude, that was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're actually going to pop bottles when you get drafted. Yeah, fuck it. We'll let yeah, you so do. We're gonna be popping We'll let yeah. We'll let you do your thing with your family, and maybe at, uh, like two or three hours after the pick comes in, we'll give you a call. So we're oh, not yeah. we're not stealing that precious yeah. time right after the pick. Cole, just yeah, give me an Instagram follow. Sure. See how thoughtful I am. Uh, yeah, I appreciate. He's that. fishing right now. <laughs> pick up. Know your role.